Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dublin's hit music station F104. Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by artist Audrey Hamilton. Hello, how are you? Hello, Louise. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, No worries. So tell me, how did you get into art in the first place? It's a funny one um, because it's so not the typical of what you'd expect. Mm. I didn't study art. It's a question I get asked yeah. all the time. Where did you study? It's just a pres- people just presume I studied. So I get people going, so where did you study? I'm like, I've never studied art. I actually studied randomly journalism and media studies. So it's completely wow. the other end um, of the creative I love that, though. Yeah, so I was literally, I've painted my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned that many times before. And like, it's just an obvious thing. It's, I'm a creative person in general. I'm right-brained. Um, my family are very creative. We all kind of just grew up always painting and getting arty and getting our hands dirty, arts and crafts and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was not studying acting, but I was definitely in the acting world here in Ireland um, on stage, doing a lot of theatre and uh, it was something that I wanted to kind of delve into deeper with the film side of things. Mm-hmm. So me and my boyfriend, now husband, mm-hmm. boyfriend of the time, um, Jack, we went over to Los Angeles to just kind of delve a little deeper into the film side of yeah. things. So suss we went- things out a little bit, probably. What's that? To probably suss things out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, you know, it's tough work getting your visas to go over to yeah. um, the States at that time as well. It was, I think it's more difficult now. So luckily we went over when it was a little easier, but it was mm-hmm. still tough. Um, so we went over for, we stayed there for about three years, but kind of halfway through being there, I really just it hit me that this wasn't what I wanted for my life. You yeah. know, the auditioning, the no's. Like, I don't know how many no's you can take That's being an thing. actor. Yeah. And I think theatre is a lot different to film. So it's all, you know, auditioning and that's fun and all that. But when you kind of hit your 30s, which I did living over there, I hit mm-hmm. 30 and I was like, you know, this isn't something that I see myself doing for the rest of my life. And I wanted, I always knew I wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. And I always knew I wanted to do something creative. And my husband was actually the one who said to me one day, I was kind of moping around our villa in LA and he was working away because he does a lot of producing and he was acting as well. So he was busy mm-hmm. and I wasn't. So he could sense that I was frustrated. Yeah. And being a creative, it's so hard to just, you know, not, not be it. able to yeah. express it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... He was the one who said to me, he was like, why don't you get back into it? Because I always kind of doodled and, you know, drew stuff for our, our house over in the States. And I just kind of made things out of wood we had in our garden and painted stuff for the house. And he was like, why don't you just do more of that? And he was like, I'll get you the canvases. I'll get you some paints and paintbrushes and just see what you do. Yeah. And I was like okay, why not? Like, <laughs> well, I have nothing else to nothing do. Nothing to moment. lose, yeah. 
yeah, it was a really quiet time in the auditioning process over there. Like they have phases and it was just a really quiet time. And one of the other things, you can't work at anything other than what your visa is. So oh, right, it okay. wasn't like I could just go and work in a clothing shop or yeah, something Yeah, and get like something that. else. Like, exactly. Yeah, okay. So that's how it began, really. I just started painting and I posted it up on, I think one of my first animals was like one of the giraffes. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, posted on social media, on Facebook and Instagram and if I may say so, it's literally from then the business has just grown and I'm just so delighted to still be doing what started off as literally a hobby to pass yeah. the time in America to now a full grown, growing, <laughs> continuously growing business of my own and I'm delighted. <laughs> They're so eye-catching though. They're so colourful and cheerful oh, and fun. Was that kind of a conscious decision or was that just something that kind of came from it? Yeah, no, it definitely it wasn't it wasn't a conscious decision as such. Like it is something I get told quite a bit actually when yeah. I started somebody and I use this quote quite often where they're like your paintings are so similar to your personality, like colourful and quirky. And mm. I was like, oh god, I never really would have thought of it that way. But they they kind of are, I guess. Like I would be quite an animated person, <laughs> and you know, quite you know outgoing when it comes to my friends and my family and definitely not quiet so my (laughs) paintings aren't quiet either um but yeah no it is it's definitely I think my personality does come across in them and I guess it all depends on what mood I'm in that I'm painting and it definitely you know like the darker ones would be when I'm like you know in more of a darker mood or like, <laughs> that's when maybe the silverback and the snow leopard came out to play and then the posh pig was definitely in more of a I'm in a really good form today like, <laughs> but the posh pink. pig was one of the first wasn't she <laughs> yeah the posh pig and the giraffe were actually the three first that I did in LA and oh, wow. they're kind of the ones that got my name Audrey Hamilton art kind of out there I guess mm-hmm. the posh pig She's more known than I am, I think, in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes get people being like, are you the girl with the posh pig? And I'm like, that damn posh pig has taken my name. <laughs> Not a bad thing, to be fair. She's brilliant. Not at all. She can have it. I'll and let her. She looks better to take the, to take the hit than I do. With her pearls going with her on. Pearls rocking her, her pearls in the air. <laughs> but did you always have that unique style or was that something that, that you kind of worked towards? No, absolutely not. Like, I painted with watercolours growing up. My mom is, was a big oil painter. They're so difficult. Like, water po- watercolours, watercolours are, are difficult. so difficult. Yeah, yeah, and oil painting is, like, so different because yeah. you have to, like, you couldn't finish a piece. It would take you months because the oil takes so long to dry. And I layer a lot of colours and paints, mm-hmm. and I use a lot of raised paints, so I wouldn't be, like, kind of flattening out the paint too much on the canvas. So, yeah. I just started kind of messing around, to be honest, and kind of layering more colours on top of each other. I love the mixing of colours. Mm-hmm. I love kind of getting really adventurous with my palace. Um, so we just had a big plank of wood that I used in our back garden in LA, and I just started using that to pour the paints on. And then I just started seeing all the colours kind of form together on the palace. And I was like, oh, I love the way those pinks are formed with like the white and the mm. reds and, and like making your own oh, kind of colours. Yeah. Because the standard colours you get in the tubes are great, but like there's so much more you can yeah. do when you start mixing. So I would always say to people, get really creative with your palette because you'll see colours starting to form mm-hmm. that you can just then implement onto the canvas, if you get me. Yeah, it's amazing. I totally get it, but I, I did art briefly and I used oh, to mix cool. so much 
then it'd start going brown and then that's when you knew you went too far. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely never go near the orange, you know, the like the yellows and the blues. Yeah. I'd always be like, no, stay away from them. Just stick with the pinks and the whites and the purples. Mm, keep that to one side. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it just looks like mud and then it's useless. Yeah. <laughs> then it goes to like a green kind yeah. of brown. Yeah, and that's not yeah. What it's you like swampy see. water kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the way you even talk about it, it sounds like almost like a therapy to you. You just adore oh, this so much. Time. I love it. I absolutely love it. And yeah, I think finally being in your 30s and being able to say you do something that you love. Cause mm-hmm. Obviously, many, many years I was doing jobs that I absolutely hated and just awful hours. And then to be able to say in my 30s, finally doing something that I love, that I literally get to get up every day, go to my studio and just mix colors on a palette and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like heaven. Sounds like well, heaven. It is, but then it's also like you get the pressure of like, oh God, what am I going to do next? And I never know what I'm painting in that moment. I say this all the time on my mm-hmm. Instagram. Like I, I could say, okay, I'm going to paint, I'm going to start a butterfly tomorrow, and then I'll get to the studio, and then I'll be like, no, not in the mood. You don't to do feel a butterfly. like it. Yeah. And then I'll just start like a turtle, and it will be completely different to what I thought in my head it would turn out. Like I never know. I don't sketch anything. I literally just go with the flow, which can be fun, but it can also be kind of frustrating because you don't know, I don't know myself what direction it's going to go in because it is so abstract. Yeah, you need that creative, you need something to spark an idea almost. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. and you need to be in the creative space. And I think with COVID-19 for everybody Mm -hmm. in any job, it's been quite, there's been a bit of a block there, but yeah. It took a while, but, you know, I'm back to my creative juices now, so it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely, and I need to give a shout-out to Coco. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so Coco raised a lot of money for the bushfires. She did. He or she. They're all non-gender-specific, my animals, so we don't know whatever they okay. are. <laughs> so Fair. Coco. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want them to be, they are. I love um, that. Yeah, so Coco was just an idea. Again, I was sitting at home with my husband, and obviously we were all watching the bushfires mm-hmm. literally destroy Australia and the wildlife, and it was horrific, the images we were yeah. seeing online. And I was getting really upset, like along with everybody else, seeing all these awesome images of the little kangaroos stuck on the fences. And, oh, my God, mm. I just was heartbroken. So... There, um, I got onto the website of the WWF and I'd seen that they were raising money for the koala bears and all of the Australian wildlife because they were, you know, spending so much time and, and, and efforts to try and use resources to get the animals out on mm-hmm. time before they were completely wiped. And it, it was one of the things that caught my eye was that the koala bear on their website that, that the, the species of the koala bear was near extinct. Extinct, mm. exactly. So that went, I just went to Jack. I was like, oh, God, what could we do? And he was like, well, you're going to have to, like, if you want to do something, it has to be something that you can do from your talent. And that obviously being art, I hadn't painted a koala bear. And I was like, okay, let's just, I'll paint a koala bear and I'll just say to Instagram look I'll try and raise as much as I can with whatever sells yeah and I did the same so I do edition numbers so Mm -hmm. each of my prints are a limited edition series so once all of them are sold that's it okay and none of them have ever sold out yet because there's so many different prints and different Mm -hmm. sizes and all that so I said I'd keep it within the same four different sizes same prices as all of the others and I'll just put it out there and within a week they were gone (laughs) wow that's incredible it was it was incredible but it was also 
so much down to the sharing of mm. people on Instagram. And as you said, Louise, like you found Coco through someone obviously posting yeah. it. And it was through that that people were just like, I had people from all over the world ordering cocoa and getting in and saying I need I need I need it like yeah. send me all the details on how to pay and at the end we added everything up and it, it was 20,000 euro and it was 32,500 Australian dollars that we raised and sent over to the WWF so it was oh pretty mind That's incredible though yeah, to think but that it was you could do that with one of your paintings I know and I, I'm, I'm not great at taking credit for mm-hmm. it because I'm like I know I painted Coco I know it was my incentive to get it out there but it honestly is down to the amount of people that bought Coco but mm-hmm. also the amount of people that you know shared and put it out there to get it seen by so many to be able to sell in a week. It was like a collective it was a Absolutely. joint effort as they say. <laughs> yeah and I always say this it's that that is the side of Instagram that's so important yeah. and so useful and when it's done in a positive way it could be such an amazing space but you know there is so much negativity attached to Instagram as well but I try to really push on the positive side of it because if it wasn't for Instagram I first of all wouldn't have an art business and mm-hmm. second of all I would never have been able to raise that much money to send over with the help of everybody so it can be used in a really really great special way. Absolutely. And there's so many that people need to go on and have a look at. My favourite is the lion, but I'm a Leo, so that's kind of a given. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. My husband's a Leo and it's his favourite too. Yeah, but then to recently when all these star signs started to change, I the first thing, because he is such a proud Leo, like Leos are the proudest <laughs> star signs. So I literally like, I was in my car and I pulled over and I was like, oh my God, I heard it on the radio. And I was like, I have to text straight away. So I pulled over and I was like, okay, it's okay. I texted him. I was like, you're still a Leo. It's okay. The world isn't going to end. And yeah. your star sign's not taken from you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said to somebody during the week, I was like, clearly once a Leo, always a Leo. Like, you just can't move us. <laughs> no, you can't. You are there. You're not budging. <laughs> and you are proud. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? But how can people find out more about your art and keep keep up to date what you're doing? Well, the most, the, the main area that I do post and kind of get up on my stories and all that is on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's Audrey Hamilton Art mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then um, I'm actually launching very soon, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hopefully tomorrow. Amazing. <laughs> um, my new website shop, which we've been working on for the past few months in lockdown. And I'm so excited for this. It's the first ever online shop that I've had. And we've really been working our way towards this at the right time to launch. And um, yeah, so I'm really, really excited. Uh, so it's AudreyHamiltonArt.com. And if you come onto my Instagram keep an eye there and when it will be launching and all the links will be up as soon as we go live brilliant thank you so much audrey for the chat today thank you so much louise enjoy your day you too have a great one bye chat soon fm 104 sunday night live with louise ty hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. 
Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.